Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I heard about it, watched it. It's so disturbing to remember yet again the horror of the Holocaust. And of course, around here in Cleveland, it literally played out as Netflix captured the devil next door following the decades-long hunt for Holocaust killer Ivan the Terrible. Was it really John Demanyuk, the Seven Hills auto worker? Uh, this is Bill Will, Scott Scooter East, producer extraordinaire alongside. After watching the Netflix docudrama, I was able to track down Ted Henry, former anchor at Channel 5, spent a lot of time over in Jerusalem reporting on the case, offered some interesting perspective, as well as our own Ted Klopp, who will tell the story being at the home of John Demanyuk, the, really the last day he was here in this country as they, they took him away. You know, Scott, I was thinking, as this story continued to play out here in Cleveland, let me set aside for a minute if you think it was him or not. It was a story, though, that continued for years, didn't it? Yes. One of the biggest stories ever in the city of Cleveland and and actually the world, national news. I mean, it made national news. You know, all the three networks were carrying it at the time. I was in junior high and high school, and a little uh, kind of personal side of it – he lived two streets over from my aunt and uncle in Seven Hills. And I remember when we'd go over for holidays or just go visit my aunt and uncle, you know, you'd be like, the first thing you'd tell them, my aunt and uncle's like, yeah, we know everybody talks about John Nyanyuk. And the shocking thing, Bill, that it, what it was when we would talk about it in school because of the, you know, it was national sure, news was sure. everybody thought that once he went to Israel, that he would have been found guilty. And that was the shock. Once that the Israeli court didn't find him guilty, that was the biggest news. That was, that was like a shock. Like, cause you automatically thought, my gosh, you know, that they're, they're going to, they're going to, you know, he's going to end up because I think they hang over there. You thought he was going to get hung, but he, they found him not guilty at uh, that time. Fascinating to watch. If you had a chance to see the Netflix, uh, the devil next door, uh, what played out the questions, the trial, the personalities all and watching it. So of course, former channel five anchor, Ted Henry. Before Twitter, before the Internet, really, reporting from Jerusalem and also, of course, touching the lives of people here in Cleveland because he knew full well how the story was playing out. Uh, playing out. So uh, Ted is now retired. He's out in uh, a pretty nice place in California. He'll Very talk about nice. that some. We also tracked down Ted Klopp from our uh, WTAM News Department. Ted's who a great man. Covered yeah. the story as well. It's this week's edition of the Showgram. The Wills and Snyder Showgram. News Radio WTAM 1100, this is Bill Wills. Well, for years, you used to catch five. And it was, of course, Ted Henry who ruled this town when it comes to television. We last saw him, I, I think it was May 2009. But as Netflix has found, when you want to find out Cleveland news, you'd go to Ted Henry over the years. Netflix dropped The Devil Next Door, the John Demanuk story, and they uh, used a lot of tape and interviews with Ted Henry. And I, I wanted to catch up with him. And he's so kind with his time to join me this morning. Ted, first of all, I appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be back in Cleveland on the radio. Before we get into this very serious topic, uh, l- let me ask you a couple of things about, about Ted Henry. Because, as I said, May 2009, you sign off at 5. You talked in that sign-off about learning a lot about love. How's, how's the kid from the, the hardware store in, in Hartville doing now, people would want to know? 
Well, my dad really wanted me to have the hardware store, uh, but I took the path of uh, least resistance because I had this love for broadcasting. And, and what you just said about my closing comments, I never thought about it until this second. But that last message, uh, especially about love, had a lot to do with uh, the experience I had over uh, four or five visits to Israel for the John Demyanyuk war crimes trial because I'd learned one thing that I don't know how to make up my mind definitively and render a judgment on anything or anyone. So everybody gets uh, a deal cut to them by me in life. (laughs) Well said. Well said, Ted. Let me get to the story. And if you have Netflix and this dropped a couple of weeks ago, I got to tell you, I, I, you know, my radio schedule in the afternoon, I I find myself on the elliptical and I'm finding something to watch. And knowing we were going to talk, I wanted to watch this. Ted, I, I, I know that somebody else produced it. Don't get me wrong. They cut to you a lot with interviews. Ted, I had to get off the elliptical. I, I, you, you can't do anything else when you watch this because it is so disturbing to be reminded what did happen on this earth. Well, the man who put it together, Yossi Block, is a, uh, a, 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 not even, he's not even retired. He's about 45 years old, an engineer by trade from Tel Aviv. This is his life quest to do the definitive story on the Holocaust, and as he looked into the Demyanyuk Ivan, the terrible story, it became more and more of a fixation on his mind that he couldn't stop. So when he actually emailed me, I thought he was some you know, 16-year-old high school kid from Israel, and I didn't even care to give him the time of day because too much was going on in my life. Right. He persisted, right. came over twice with the film crew, started asking me questions that I told him ahead of time. Hey, you're asking me to remember something from 30 years ago? Ain't going to happen, but it did. Uh, and he used me, I think, 26 times in that five-part series because how much of it stays with you about a significant event in your life, which was, for me, covering the Demyanyuk trial. Uh, Ted, so many people in this town got their news from you nightly. And in this situation, you were reporting from Israel. What struck me also was was probably the 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 immense responsibility you felt as a professional because you knew Cleveland, you knew your viewers, and you wanted to get this right? This is a story about Ukrainians living in Cleveland, Ukrainian-Americans. This is a story about Jews, tens of thousands living in Cleveland. This is a story about ethnic people from Central Europe living in Cleveland and the standard uh, audience base that we had who had no vested interest except they knew that the, the center of the world was being focused on them, the media of the world, because of what was happening with John Demyanyuk. So it was an important story to tell without emotion, without passion, without rancor, without bias. We could see the emotion there in that it, it Ted, my sense, and, and, and going back and watching this, my sense was in Israel at the time, Nazis were on trial. What happened in World War II was on trial. Demonyuk just happened to be the guy in the in in the stand on the stand. Well, Demonyuk was fingered as being this notorious death camp guard named Ivan the Terrible. Whether he was or wasn't was never completely definitively established. But because the Israelis, the Supreme Court, in the appeal in 1989, found a kernel of doubt that maybe they convicted the wrong person. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court said to John Demyanya, go, leave our country. Better that we free a thousand known murderers than to wrongly execute one innocent man. And that chilled me to my core. It was a, it was a red-letter day for Israel. 
they had a chance to shine in the limelight of international politics and judicial know-how, and they did because of that statement. They couldn't prove it. They, they, many Israelis uh, were really upset at that verdict being overturned. Even to this day, I know that that's true. They needed to have a face to the Holocaust before the Holocaust was forgotten. Ted, the coverage here in Cleveland at the time, what can you reflect on or remember as far as reaction? You obviously were stopped at restaurants, I'm guessing. You're out shopping. I mean, it it truly was a story that was a part of this city for so long, too, right? Well, um, in some respects, it was a blur. Uh, The other stations in town set large crews of people with producers and light people and photographers and uh, writers and and anchors, uh, maybe it was slightly smaller than that with Channel 8, but it was certainly big with Channel 3. We sent two people. Uh, Rich Geyser, who's the consummate uh, photojournalist, he and I got on a plane. We were on the same plane with Peter Jennings and uh, Dan Rather and CNN. And we got there. We didn't know. We really didn't know what to do. I'm sorry. I'm confusing that with going to the Berlin Wall, which yeah. is another story that tied into the Demyanya fate. Correct. Um, and it was just an amazing trip for us because... We had to learn from scratch. We felt like we were in kindergarten of mass media because we didn't know what to do once we got to Israel on such a big story, but we pulled it off. Hey, Ted, finally, a couple more minutes here. Ted Henry with me. Uh, His family here, I mean, going back and looking at the video, his home, there were protesters every day. It seemed like both sides. His family here continued to live through a lot, through the whole thing, right? It was a peach of a family. They were really wonderful people. You can't take that sort of sincerity and... They had to put up with everything. Not only were there um, hostile people marching in front of their lawn, but there were people from all sectors of life, not just not just the uh, people from the Ukrainian community issuing a vote of support for John Demyanyuk's family, Jewish members, people from the general Cleveland audience, even the Ku Klux Klan in, in hooded garb. I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was just a, a, almost a circus of events. While this family sat there in anguish, wondering about the fate of their grandfather and their father. Uh, Finally, Ted, uh, coverage-wise, I mean, you mentioned the Berlin Wall. My goodness, the stories that you were a part of in your your television career here in Cleveland, absolutely amazing, right? Well, it happened in the same time frame. In 1989, in September, the Demianyuk trial ended. He was convicted of being Ivan the Terrible, sentenced to death by hanging. He would have been the second person to die in Israel since Adolf Eichmann was executed, who was the architect of the Holocaust. Well, we were, Rich and I, again, were called to, uh, by John Ray, the news director, get your butts over to Berlin. The wall is falling. So we raced to the airport, literally, got on a plane. That's where we met uh, Dan Rather and Peter Jennings and CNN's crew, flew to Berlin as the wall was coming down. And here's the link, and this is a, a good note to end on if you want to. The link is when the Berlin Wall fell, so did the the Iron Curtain. So did the wall, you know, metaphorically speaking, around the then known uh, Soviet Union. Right. And as Russia reconstituted itself as a democracy, as they said, uh, what they did was to tear down, figuratively speaking, the KGB. In the files of the KGB were the so-called eyewitness accounts that identified John Demyanyuk as not being uh, Ivan the, the Terrible. It was another guy by the name of uh, Ivan Krishenko, 
who was taller, had blue eyes. He could be identified in several different ways, different from John Demyanyuk. So that's what got Demyanyuk uh, into a not guilty verdict eventually, and he was free and left to come back to Cleveland in 89. Ted Henry, uh, so many stories that he witnessed, that he reported on throughout the, uh, throughout the years on Five, and, of course, the Demyanyuk story, one of the, uh, one of the big ones. Uh, Ted Henry, so kind with your time as always. Ted, all the best to you and Jody, and, and as we all continue to maybe try and find that love, right? I, uh, I just want to end on this note. I retired 11 years ago, and I thought my cleats were going to be hanging up on the wall forever, and this story comes along, and here I am talking to the famous Bill Wills of WTAM in Cleveland and the Mighty 1100. Thank you very much for having an interest. It's been a lot of fun just being, being able to remember 30 years ago and to be able to talk to you about it. Ted, you're so kind. All the best, sir. Thanks much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Fascinating conversation with Ted Henry as he traveled to Israel many times during this John Demania case. Uh, in The Devil Next Door, there are also images of, I, I guess, really the last time John Demania was at his home in Seven Hills. And when you see this, if you did on uh, on Netflix, you'll see our WTAM micro flag there because our Ted Klopp was actually there that day and joins me now. Uh Ted, as I recall, you and I talked about this story several times. To kind of reset this, he had come back. He's living here. Uh, they were trying to deport him. There were lawsuits. He was talking about his health. They were in court. And then there were some videos that came out of, of him feeling pretty good, walking to the car. And then there was a lot of controversy right, at that point, right? There was a lot of controversy. It was, you know, uh, when they pulled him out of the house, we, didn't, we weren't aware of this uh, surveillance video at the time. All we saw was, what we saw, which was a a ninety year old man, ninety one, whatever whatever he was at the time, yeah, uh, in a wheelchair, and, and it, it, it was quite a scene. So they they pull him out, and the the screams that he's uh, that he's he's you know screaming, bellowing, whatever you want to say, periodically as they're moving him out, seemingly in in this uh, lot of pain, and I just remember standing there. It's thinking, you know, what am I watching? Because the whole the whole time it's like, you know, is he acting? Is he not? So here again, here we are. Is he acting? Is he not? What what am I really watching? What am I seeing? Am I seeing a war criminal being pulled out of his home for justice, or am I seeing an old man wrongfully persecuted? And is what I'm seeing genuine? And I didn't know. And of course, watching the documentary. We now know that that was certainly seemed to be a show based on the surveillance footage that they showed. Yeah, the surveillance that showed uh, him walking to the car and and just so many questions and issues that that particular day. I I think the uh, immigration showed up with FBI, whoever else was involved. They didn't call members of the family. You see some of the family running in because I mean they knock at the door and say, "Okay, that's it. You're getting out of here again. We're taking you." And you know, grab whatever you can. He he, you know, they kind of put some clothes on him, and literally, as you say, carried him out that day, right? That's right. That's right. We got, you know, they, they alerted the media. They wanted the media to know that this was going to happen. And so, you know, they uh, called facts to whatever, whatever they, they notified us. And I went down there, and uh, there was quite a collection of media. There were some... Uh, you know, there had been some protesters outside the home, so here we are again, you know, uh, previously. So here we are again with more activity outside the home. So they weren't necessarily protesting at that point, but there were 
lots of interested onlookers. You know, are we watching history? What is happening here? Uh, so there was a, a big contingent of media to see, you know, this, this, it's really, you know, it's about 15 seconds worth of, of stuff. You know, you go, they carry him from the front door to this uh, ambulance. That's all you see. And then the ambulance drives away. And then his uh, son-in-law uh, holds an impromptu press conference and says, you know, we have a cat claim. Uh, you know, we expect that to be upheld and you'll all be back this afternoon when they bring him back, which, of course, never happened. In 2009, Demanyuk was deported to Germany, where he stood trial on the charges. The indictment, as quoted by the New York Times, quote, when a transport of Jews arrived, a routine at the time, work was suspended, and all camp personnel took part in the routine process of extermination. During that new trial, the judge found clear evidence showing Demanyuk in his path from the Soviet prisoner to a guard at Sobador, Defense attorneys uh, had tried to argue that their client had no choice but to work in the camp. 2011, John Demanyuk was found guilty, sentenced to five years in prison, died, though, in 2012 at the age of 91, while awaiting an appeal in a Germany nursing home. According to German law, conviction isn't official until the appeals are complete, and the case technically, legally, to this day, is unsettled. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.